0: Okay, Zero 0900, Do I have a motion?
1: I move, I we open. I second. I pledge allegiance to the
2: flag of mm-hmm. the United States of America,
3: and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God,
4: indivisible, with liberty and
3: justice for all.
0: Honor, Honor Texas the Texas flag, flag, I pledge allegiance to thee, Texas.
1: One state, under God, one and individual.
0: Our God and creator, we thank you for another beautiful day in Fayette County, another day of precious life for all of us here today. We thank you on this 247th anniversary of the United States Marine Corps, their birthday today. We thank you for all the Marines, soldiers, sailors, airmen, and our first responders, especially those who have given their lives to maintain our safety and freedom. And as we approach Veterans Day tomorrow, we ask that you... Continue to watch over all our veterans and their families for the service they've to our country. And today and this morning, we ask that you continue to give us the wisdom to make the right decisions for those who've entrusted us with this office. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. I was going to play the Marine Corps hymn, but I thought that would be a good plan. Okay. Uh, our first agenda item is considered to take appropriate action approving the minutes from the previous meeting and that was of uh, 27 October thank you for getting those sent out to us and, uh, got a motion. I move we through
5: the October 27
0: 2022 mm-hmm. minutes second any further discussion all in favor Aye. All Aye. opposed motion carries unanimous we assign those minutes <clears> Thank <throat> you. Okay, thanks. Agenda item number two is our open public comments, petitions, requests, or statements by the public. <clears throat> Anybody here got anything they want to say? Welcome, and we're glad to have you here. Yes, sir. Please introduce yourself. And.
4: Good morning, my name is uh, Ron Briggs. Uh, happy birthday, General. Thanks you for your service, sir. Yeah, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to read.
0: No. Yes. The floor is yours, two sir. Two
4: days ago county held an election, we're all aware of that. A rather contentious issue once again raises its ugly head uh, after this midterm election. I presume that many Americans are essentially familiar with this contentious issue, election fraud. There have been allegations for decades that there have been blatant fraud happenings in our elections. This is particularly true since 2020 and even in the most recent 2022 midterms. It appears to me that there are three different views prevalent in respect to election fraud. One view, uh, those who are either not interested in what's going on, they just don't care, they're not following the arguments. Another point of view is that there was extensive election fraud in 2020 and the 2022 election. Third position dismisses the thought of election fraud as nonsense, simply a conspiracy theory theory. here. Battles surrounding whether or not there was fraud in elections, fraud or no fraud, (coughs) uh, causing enormous harm to our republic. I believe that we are not going to settle this dispute by continuing down the current path. This needs to be resolved one way or another quickly, we hope. Marching down the current path is not working. It's not going away. What's up? As a citizen of Fayette County, I would strongly recommend that our county begin researching the feasibility of moving towards uh, elections being complete paper-based ballot. From actual individual pen to paper ballot all the way to ballot counting. All manual I've been told that moving to a paper ballot elections in this county will never happen I know that technically and procedurally it certainly can the naysayers those who oppose the thought believe that it would be a waste of time and are opposed to person for personal reasons or other motivation another reason given to not going <coughs> to is that citizens and main- mainstream media Expect election results to be available quickly. We're going to manual delay election results? Perhaps. We all understand the angst and the battles going on over the last six plus years around election fraud are not going to be resolved in the current mindset. Therefore, truth be told, Federal investigative committees <clears throat> have spent millions of dollars in countless hours looking at the allegations and not really being resolved focus on this subject is distracting legislatures and ngos doing their job with their assignment even counties in the state of texas have begun researching the feasibility of going to manual book county uh, one of these is uh, denton county they've been researching that they had a disaster in 2020 it was an awful mess there in Denton County. Uh, so they're researching, moving towards or a complete manual voting process. Uh, manual counts are generally accurate, up to 1%. Computers are at least that accurate, perhaps, uh, except when they have undiscovered bugs, faulty sensor scanning of the ballots, hacks, I spent my career in software development. I understand and I know firsthand that there's bugs in every computer program, period. There just, just are, even massive payroll systems. There's bugs in these things. It happens. So we've been assured as the uh, as public in this country, we've been assured by experts, respective state secretary of state, politicians, that the voting machines do not have access the internet. These machines are safe. They are infallible. We're told. Okay. So what happens in present-day voting? tally computers. During the period when there is no election, they get stored. They get stored. They get put away until the next election. However, comma. As elections approach, there is generally a need to install upgrades to the vote counting software and other computers operating system. It's just a fact of life. It happens to all computers. In the case of these present day vote counting computers, how do they get upgraded? Via internal ports that connect to the internet, I would presume. The experts can claim all they want that the computers are safe and secure there are ways to circumvent the internal security software. This contentious problem is fixable. Let's stop chasing our tail, resolve the argument, and move to a complete paper ballot voting.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you for your <coughs> comments. Anyone else have anything they'd like to offer? Public comment? Yeah, I'd like to invite anyone to go through.
1: If you're going through Muldoon to stop at the... Uh, the renovation has been started on the Moulton uh, Courthouse, and uh, it's just kind of neat to see what they're doing over there. They got it leveled, and they got all the siding has been ripped off, and, and waiting for the windows to come in, and then they're going to go back with hardy plank. But it's kind of a, you know, it's it's a very old historic building, and so if you're driving through there, it's kind of neat to check it out, see what it's going to look like, what it's looked like now. So, okay,
6: uh. I want to thank all the road and bridge departments for coming together and doing the tire disposal pickup that we had in our yards uh, Monday and yesterday. I know the guys worked their tail off, and we had tons and tons of tires that came in from the public. So i like to thank the public for disposing the tires in <coughs> the right way. and That way they don't end up in our creeks and our ditches. It makes it a whole lot easier on us. And That's why we do this uh, disposal pickup, so we can make sure we try to keep kind county clean. It's something I think that we probably ought to do every two three years down the road so we don't have such an abundance like we did this year. I know it's been a long time since we had it, so I would like to thank the citizens of Faye Katt for uh, participating in it. We really appreciate it.
5: Okay.
0: Do I have a motion? <clears throat> I move we accept all comments in public comment and close public comment. Is there a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Uh-huh. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously agenda item three is to consider and take appropriate action in signing a proclamation commemorating fayette electric cooperatives 85th 85 years you've been giving us electricity gracious well what i'm going to do is read this proclamation and then we're going to vote on whether we should sign it or not and i think we will and then Before we do that, though, Gary, what I'd like to do is just if you would like to stand up and just give us a few comments about Fayette Electric and uh, what you do for our community and county, because I know we're all very very much appreciative of it.
3: Well, like the proclamation is going to say, I'm sure Uh, it started in 1937. A group of about five guys got together and kind of started the Fed Electric Cooperative. It actually started with George Adamschak, who had an appliance <coughs> uh, store on top of the bluff and a filling station. And a guy came in uh, that was a county agent and uh, stopped to get gas. And uh, George Adamschak asked him, uh, do you think this would be a good uh, place to put in a co-op and the guy said, well, let's go drive around and take a look and they drove around and said, yeah, I think it'll work. So that was the start of the electric co-op, basically was charge item check, wondering if that could get power in the county. Uh, it started off with 50 miles of line that went from Lagrange to Weimar <coughs> and around the area. First loan was for that, it was $100,000 for 50 miles. Uh, you don't get very far today with 100,000 dollars a day. A day. Uh, it's roughly about 30,000 a mile for uh, line right now, so that would be a little bit higher than 100,000. But anyway, uh, the uh, co-op has grown tremendously for our co-op over the years. We now have about 15,000 meters, that we serve about 29, well about 2,960 miles of wine that we do that with. We serve uh, parts of seven counties. Actually, if you count uh, uh, Gonzales County, uh, we actually have just three meters in there though, so we don't even count Gonzales as one of our counties. But anyway, Uh, We serve most of uh, Fed County and then all the counties around us. uh, Portions of all the counties around us. Um, Our hope and desire is to always have y'all with power. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365. We try our best to make sure that y'all have that. We do a lot of (coughs) maintenance on our lines. Uh, when I came in in 1987 or 86, I should say, uh, I actually started in 1981, but I became manager in 86. That was my number one goal was to do the maintenance that we needed to do it for our lines. And uh, so we started a very extensive program. We continue it to this day. We do about a million six in right of way clearing. Sometimes more. We do about a million six in repair of lines and rebuilding new lines. Uh, we try to keep everything as new as we can and try to get everything up to date as best as we can. We do continue to do tons of maintenance to the system. Uh, I've got 40 people, 41 like myself, that works at the cooperative. Uh, I've got the best staff in the world. Uh, they do what I need, have, you know, what we need to do. They get the job done, and uh, we, you know, we, we do whatever we have to, do to make sure that you have power. That's what our job is.
0: We appreciate it. Uh, thanks. And, uh, I'm going to read this proclamation. Uh, whereas Fayette Electric Co-op Incorporated will celebrate the 85th anniversary of its founding on November 3rd, 20. 20- And whereas our Fayette Electric Co-op was formed in 1937 to provide the convenience of electricity at an affordable price and was a major force supporting the area's economic growth through continuous expansion, and whereas during World War II, the diversion of resources to the war effort slowed the growth of the co-op, but after the war, construction resumed with more and more members signing up for electricity. Farm families and others quickly began to take advantage of the efficiencies offered by electricity. And whereas today, the Fayette Electric Cooperative Incorporated provides electricity to more than 10,199 members, maintains over 15,634 meters, and over 2,969 miles of power lines in Fayette, Bastrop, Lee, Washington, Austin, Colorado, and Lavaca counties. And whereas for eight and one-half decades, Fayette Electric Co-op has provided reliable, cost-effective service to its member owners while supporting the communities in which (laughs) they operate, and resolved that I, Joe Weber, Fayette County Judge, along with the Commissioner's Court of Fayette County, commemorate the 85th anniversary of Fayette Electric Co-op and wish to congratulate the current directors who include Mr. David Lehman, President, Mr. Joseph D. Krupa, Vice President, Mr. Bill Briscoe, Secretary-Treasurer, Mr. David A. Stancic, Mr. Leo C. Hankey, Ms. Gail Linkey, and Mr. James A. Andale, along with Co-ops Management employees and members and extend sincere best wishes for the future Signed this 10th day of november 2022 in fayette county texas do i have a motion
6: i move we sign a proclamation commemorating fayette county electric I'm sorry. fayette electric cooperative and 85th anniversary is there a second second
0: all in favor aye, aye. all opposed the motion carries unanimously okay we're going to sign this and then we'd like y'all to come up and get a picture
4: you don't know how much you appreciate. You don't know how
0: much you appreciate electricity till you don't have any. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why
3: I said we want to make sure you have power.
0: If you <laughs> uh, uh, make sure we're all squared away okay yeah. Madeline. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a great weekend, Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
6: Thank you, Thank you all. Yes, sir. Have a good day.
0: to item number four is to consider and take appropriate action on resolution to appoint mr. mark brown to serve as our director of the fayette county appraisal district for a two-year term ending december 31st 2024 uh, and this was a nominee by yes it's one of nine. the two
5: that we came up with so far okay so he's a,
0: I agreed to do it so. okay that's great so if uh, anybody has any other suggestions we still have one slot we gotta fill i believe so uh, mm-hmm. on that appraisal boards. Okay. Do I have a motion? Will we sign a resolution to appoint Mr. Mark Brown to mm-hmm. serve
6: as the director of the Fayette County appraisal district for a two year term ending december thirty first,
0: twenty twenty four? Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Uh-huh. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously uh agenda item five is to discuss and consider and take appropriate action concerning the burn ban (coughs) this is something i put back
5: on just to make sure that we re-evaluated the the rns went out to the fire chiefs Uh, the two departments in my area pretty much were
1: for lifting the burn ban lifting it uh, you know once again I, I don't know and I'll talk to the, the chief in Flatonia but it seems that that's a change he can't ever give me a call back so we'll make a decision without him but uh, the Muldoon assistant and fire chief uh, was in favor of lifting it uh, we had gotten quite in you know, the beginning of the year the southern part of the county was pretty much pretty dry but we've gotten quite a bit of rain but I will tell you yesterday we were gonna assist in pulling a fire truck out of, that got in some someone was burning yesterday and they had to go out there and there's a few wet spots out there so we uh, they got to be
0: careful about that but uh, the Muldoon the assistant are in favor of lifting it. Yeah. We got an assistant fire chief here. Myself
6: along with Chief Prashti are in favor of lifting it on the south end down there. We've had good rain, uh, winter grass is coming up, the other grass turned green before we get some freezes and everything dries up again. I'd say now is the perfect time to burn as long as the wind is yes. blowing like crazy, which is please going to start on Friday. <laughs> once again, please use common sense. Just because we lift the burn ban doesn't mean no matter what the situation is outside, you can burn. Just use common sense, that's all it is. But I'm in favor of lifting
0: it. Does anybody here in attendance have anything they'd like to add on this burn ban? I mean, y'all are um, out there and I talked to Randy Neveski this morning mm-hmm. for Fayetteville. He said they're not in favor of lifting it just
5: because of
2: the wind.
0: Okay. And uh, our EMS uh, emergency management coordinator is not here, but I think our KBDI was within limits, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Are you laughing at me? No, I don't think that's the EMS director you're talking about. I mean, EMS. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. EMS director. Emergency management coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> EMC. I think it was kind EMS. of a shot. Does the EMS, do you have any you want to add? The EMS director no longer drives
2: fire and I have a been on <laughs> Okay. All
0: right. Okay. Well, you know, it is cooler. Uh, there is moisture on the ground in the morning. Uh, there is proper times to burn if you use common sense. Uh that I, I've had a lot of people email and tell me lately that they to please lift it as soon as we can because they've got a lot of it. <clears throat> so. Uh, when well, I we just we didn't hear yeah. from Commissioner Precinct too. I
4: didn't have but one report, the one that she just okay. told you about. It. Nobody else replied,
6: okay. You know, I know a lot of people complain whenever we put the burn bands in, but most of the time we have to put the burn bands in is because the volunteer fire departments are just inundated with calls. I mean. All of these volunteers that go out there on a daily basis that, that protect Fayette County from all the stuff that hits and everything. You know, everybody has a job. That's not their full-time job. They have to take off from their jobs to go volunteer and do these things. Whenever these fire departments are getting called out to three, four five calls a day, well, wow. a lot of the employers say either I'm not going to pay you whenever you leave or you're not allowed to leave anymore because it's too much. So, we hate to put in burn bans and stuff like that. We hate to control. We're not overreaching with the government. That's not what our our plan is here and everything, but we have to do it sometimes just to look out for the fire departments because mm-hmm. they just can't handle the, the workload anymore. So, right. If people would just use more common sense, like we always say, we wouldn't have to do that, but it's just not that common anymore. So that's why we have to do it. So I move we lift the burn
0: ban. You move what? To lift the burn ban. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? The motion carries now an <coughs> Let's continue to watch it very closely though. Okay. <coughs> Agenda item six is here our monthly report from Clint Stern our county inspector and office of development and permitting.
7: <coughs> Good morning, commissioners. Uh, we have a pretty bland report for October, nothing exciting, but. Septic permits for the month were 27 new permits, over 22 the previous month, and 23 completed inspections. That's pretty much an average month for us. Uh, We were really busy during the summertime, and then it took a little lull uh, with some of the politics and financial stuff going on as far as new construction uh, coming into the fall. But now we've kind of leveled off, and uh, based on what's come in since then, kind of back to normal, uh, quota-wise the development permits we issued
1: 26 new development permits and 11 divisions of property I have a question on the uh, so I've had two gentlemen this week call me you know they want to put a barn up and thing like that and They ask me about the permitting and and if they can they are required so there are so many people they call me and say I had no idea that was a requirement that we have to if we want to put a barn up on our building we need to call in I don't know if there's any other way uh, that we can get the message out there to people that you know they, it is required to do that. It's just a lot of them say, a lot of them don't read our, they don't visit our website, they just, they just don't know. Yeah, and I don't know how else we can get the word out there that they need to you know, call you. I'll tell them to give you a call to Amber, and yeah. it's just a lot of, they move in from the city now, like I had no idea how to do that. I mean, they know they have to have on the house, and they have a septic permit, but when they just want to put a shop up, they just have no idea that they need to do that, so I don't know how else to get the message to those people.
7: It's, the biggest time it's overlooked. A lot of people in the county do it themselves, or, mm-hmm. or just get help from somebody. A lot of the local contractors you know, we've, we've gotten on a good relationship with them. They keep everything in order. The people that, that do that for a living. Yeah. Uh, but yes, any any permanent structure in the county over two hundred square feet, we do do a permit for. Um, it's very simple. It, they can come to the office. They can do it online. They can do it and mail it in to us. Uh, very very basic. Uh, and if plan.
5: they if they forget and it's still under construction, there's no penalty. They just pay the regular fee. Correct. So I mean, if, uh, people really shouldn't get mad if they didn't know okay. how to do it because they're they're not penalized.
7: No, and it's it's nothing to you know, get in trouble for or we're gonna come down on anybody for. Uh, it's a compliance issue for the county and by us doing the development permit for all permanent structures, it makes the county eligible in the FEMA insurance world Uh, so when we do get the natural disasters the harveys and the things like that by us participating in that we're eligible for funding and for assistance
0: so that answers the question i was going to ask i was going to ask well why do we even have them
7: we we don't do it to come out there and police what you're building we don't care if you do it yourself the main initiative behind it is where you're building because a lot of the move-in folks they're not aware of so many of the little creeks in our county. You know, we have a lot of the little creeks that barely trickle with a big rain, and some that are a little gully that sprawls out half a mile wide, and they're not aware of it. They bought a property because it had a pretty little creek on the realtor's listing. Uh, so that's that's our job is to be the education there. You know, we're we're not going to come out and give you some ticket because you didn't do it right. The education, and if you did do something wrong then
0: making it meet the code is, is the end goal. Judge? Uh, Commissioner Broom's Brum, question about they're
7: halfway through the construction, there's no penalty. What happens if they are completely finished and you find out a month later there's a barn there? So that does come up a lot of times um, with our septic permitting. If someone's built a house, they didn't get a permit for it, the septic permit, uh, you know, their installer comes and he pulls a permit, and we don't have a development permit on file for that house, we would require it then. The the only time it gets to be a penalty issue uh, is if we've notified the landowner and said, hey, either just, you didn't know better, the contractor didn't tell you you didn't have a permit.
5: Well, there is a penalty if you're in the floodplain, because the penalty is you may have to remove the structure. Mm. I mean, there's no, Fine, so to speak, on our side. It's just the structure cannot remain without certain parameters to remain in the floodplain. Right?
7: So no, no penalty if it's if you've been notified about it and you as a property owner just blatantly tell us no, um, we can, but we do our best to keep the work of the county attorney's office and just tell you you need it. If you need a week, you're out of town. Whatever you need, just Compliance is the end goal. We're not here to punish anybody by it at all possibly. The main
5: goal for this whole permit is to make sure that to catch somebody before they build in the floodplain. That's right. the whole purpose of it. Because uh, there's a lot of people that don't know. If it's going through a finance company or a bank, it will always get caught because they'll do the checks to see if it's in the floodplain. It's the people paying 100% cash are doing it themselves and not financing it that that's what's slipping by.
7: Yeah, and Fit Electric's been a really, really great partner with us on that. Um, before they install any new service, they require proof of a permit from the county. Um,
1: I believe there was one not too long ago on Three Mile Road that a gentleman had to move it a few, one direction?
7: Correct, um, there was a local landowner in that situation and they moved in person from even out of state. They had their house pad going in, didn't know anything about it. Uh, the neighbor said, hey, you better check with the county. That little small stream there on Three Mile Road gets way out, floodplain's really wide. So he came to us and exactly like you said, his house was right in the edge of it. And so in that situation, we saved him considerable amount on his homeowner's insurance move his house past seven foot and avoided being in the floodplain no liability to the county our emergency services or the property
0: owner so that's that's the end goal okay what else anything
7: else no. that's all for me okay
1: I move we accept the report from Clint all County Inspector
0: is there a second second any further discussion all in favor aye, aye. aye. all opposed <clears throat> motion carries unanimously Agenda item seven is here report from our EMS director, Josh Vanderbilt.
2: Good morning. Uh, so, for the financial report for the month of October, we sent out four hundred and twenty—not, I'm sorry, dyslexic this morning—four hundred and ninety-two thousand dollars in billing. We brought in one hundred and twenty thousand. As you can see, that's one of the lighter months uh, for collections and. Last year, it also kind of waned off towards the end of the year. It doesn't make a lot of sense considering 60%, uh, excuse me, 66% of our parents is coming from federal insurance. I don't know why they would be paying less towards the end of the year. Um, there has been... As it's already been mentioned, there's, with the political stuff going on in the federal government, I'm sure everyone's doing different stuff up there. Uh, we were we we're having some conversations with the billing company yesterday about it, uh, and they're actually looking at getting some other data. But we're still kind of on pace to meet our projected numbers uh, by the end of the year. not super concerned that that's not going to happen. Um, call volume's been steady. It's been high. We've been busy. Um, the uh, so staffing, we have a couple of vacancies on the schedule and we're seeing paramedics aren't applying right now. Uh, my colleagues in Austin County and Colorado County are seeing the same thing. Uh, the uh, We have three of our currently employed EMTs that are gonna be starting paramedic school next week. We're very excited about that. Um, and another, one, another two of ours are already in the program. They're hoping for a five to six month graduation. Um, at this point. So we've got people in the shoots, we've got people on the bench, we're trying really hard to get out into the community and talk to, to young men, young women, uh, graduating high school about careers in healthcare. Uh, the superintendent of the LaGrange School District and I have had a ton of conversations. Um, we also had a meeting uh, with Texas A&M University's uh, School of Medicine and their School of Nursing and they're looking at doing work in the rural communities the judge connected us um, we had a really good meeting they're going to be starting some partnerships here in Fayette County with the university's medical school and the university's nursing school um, and we, we kind of urged them hey reach out to the Texas A&M Extension Service and uh, bring some paramedic education out here you know, the rural communities every single rural EMS director that I know from I mean, from Houston to Austin, the the only exception in that from Houston to Austin region is Bastrop because that's a and they're a big company. Uh, they don't, they're not super forthcoming with a lot of information on staffing and pay and stuff like that because they're they're very much a competitive organization. But every single rural EMS director I know is strapped for people. Um, that's that's my report. Really, uh, Schulenberg Station, everything is up except for the. North wall, right. North,
6: North uh, roof.
2: roof line yes. of the building. Uh, the metal frame. Uh, the wood frame pack is scheduled to be delivered as soon as we have a, as soon as it's dry. Then and there's a good, you know, dry weather. They're going to try and move a frame pack out there uh, and get started with the framing of the interior of that building. Um, the round top station's built. I received a report from Siddons Martin that our twenty. 21, no, 20. the ambulance ordered in 2021 is finally going to be delivered possibly by the end of the year. Um, so that's good news. Um, I think that's about it. Does anyone
0: have any? Yeah, Commissioner, Precinct 3 took me out to see the upgrade to the Platonia satellite station out there and they did a great job out there. Koffel um,
2: Construction, uh, Commissioner Bergenhoff Bur- uh, and all of you guys, we really appreciate that. As the judge said, the, it was well worth its money, uh, and, and it's going <clears> to <throat> extend the life of that station for a very long time. I believe.
1: Uh, the question had was the um, the water heater mm-hmm. has it been replaced yet? It hasn't, no. and it's working right now. It, uh,
2: but it's something that we're we're definitely looking at yeah. probably January. And
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, I got you. And uh, we can uh, instead of having to pay a farmer to do that, we can probably if if we can't find one, we can help install the thing. Cool. So.
0: Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Josh.
6: Will we accept the report from Josh Van Derrick, the MS director
0: Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. All opposed? <laughs> Motion carries unanimously. Agenda item eight is to consider to take appropriate action and in enter into a memorandum of agreement between Axon Education OLC, Texas EMS School, and Axon Education Consortium in Fayette County, Texas, on behalf of Fayette County EMS regarding field and clinical internship for Axon Education students.
2: This is similar to the agreement we have with Blaine College, Texas A&M, and Austin Community College at this time. Uh, This is an agreement that allows us to bring these kids in that are in these college-based programs. Texas EMS School is not a college-based program, but it's a private educational program for paramedics and EMTs. Uh, this program will let us bring those students in while they're training um, We we help train them obviously at no cost of the program And we hope that these kids come in and they like what we're doing over here. They like working in a rural environment There's obviously a lot of positive to working in Fayette County versus working in you know the north side of Houston um, And when we show people that we feel like we can get them and and generally when we have people do field internships here We get them as employees um, We haven't been getting them lately because, uh, you know, College Station, Blinn College's EMS program, pretty much every graduate of that program is sucked up by either Montgomery County or one of the west side of Houston EMS departments before they even graduate school. They've got jobs. Mm. So it's, it's getting tight. The competition is getting hard right now in EMS. So this, we feel like this is gonna maybe increase our reach a little bit and bring some more students in and maybe get some employees out of it. I think sure.
1: students probably just, they, you know, they go to school there. And, College Station, they like just living in that area anyway, so they, it's probably a win for them. I mean, they get to work close, and they get to stay in that. I mean, it's nice so place to stay.
2: From, from College Station, because um, that is a big part of this you know thing. These kids go to Blinn or they go to Tees in College Station. They're usually living there. Uh, they're either pre-college at A&M or graduated at A&M or Blinn and went through the program. Um, they can drive an hour here to work. Or they can drive an hour to Montgomery County work and they're going to get paid 24000 dollars a year at Montgomery County. So, the economics are not in our favor there. So, this program is not based in college stations. Programs like a self paced online and they have some satellite campuses in more rural parts of Texas. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping that that gives us more reach to people that aren't just already inserted into those big urban communities.
0: Okay, can I assume our county attorney's kind of. Looked at this, uh, I see we are indemnified in and uh, they're carrying their insurance for liability and stuff. But.
2: And it is pretty much what we told them. We showed them the agreement we have with Glenn and and they pretty much standardized their agreement.
1: Right. looks good. I move we enter into a memorandum of agreement between Axon Education and Axon Education Consortium and, and Fayette County regarding the field
0: clinical internship. Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed. Motion carries unanimously. Thanks, much. Agenda item nine: Consider to take appropriate action, including signing an order regarding a request by Peter Van Steen for Fayette County on behalf of the county and the public to disclaim an interest in and to vacate the interest of the county and the public, and/or to abandon streets and alleys platted and which appear on a private professional seal survey of property owned by peter van steen in the thomas alley one Quarterly league a1 in the community of west point fayette county texas
7: we, i don't know really anything about it so can we um, i talked to blake he's at a conference in dallas um, can we defer this until
0: we can get <coughs> the we can because I, I don't right. see any documentation yeah i did not
7: anymore. have it for the packet so he's <coughs> okay. asking if we can
0: defer it we move to defer it. I would to defer. I just seconded. Mm-hmm. Okay. All in favor? I. Aye. All opposed? Okay, we'll defer that. I didn't hear anybody. Just Second.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Right. Agenda item 10 Consider take appropriate action in approving the purchase of a used 2006 Ford F450 truck presently located at Chiefs Auto Group, 52186 Highway 290 Hempstead, Texas for $15,644.20 payable to Chief's Auto Group using precinct three road and bridge funds that are available. And in the 2022 precinct three budget, authorizing county personnel to sign all necessary and required paperwork. Getting you a used truck? Well,
1: we've been trying to get the one from um text item LaGrange for several years and the money keeps getting reallocated and, they're hanging on to it. It's in maybe several more years. So we found this one, and it's an ex. It used to be a, a textile truck, so it's all rigged up, ready to go. And we want to spray roadways. We want to spray around signs and mailboxes. And uh, so I've been budging for about three or four years to try to find one of these, and we finally kind of did.
0: So we're gonna. They're pick- Matter of fact, we're gonna pick it up today. And, and you're gonna be willing to share that with the other precincts, right? Uh, if they need to have an ask. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Looks like a nice, nice
1: vehicle. Yeah, it's, it's really nice to, <coughs> for that price, the dealer told me that if he would rip all that off of there, he could probably have gotten that for the truck because the truck is, only has <coughs> nine to some thousands of diesel truck. Is, they went and looked at it last week, Friday, and so it's, a, it's a really a nice truck. Everything works on it, so it's, it's good to go. Just to make a note
8: on it for Harvey, um, Melinda did check into it and got the title fees and that corrected. So mm-hmm. the actual
1: call sign is $15,538 Yeah, um, she told me yesterday uh, when I was in there. Sherry. Sure. Okay. I move we approve the purchase of a used 2006
6: Ford f Ford F-450 truck located at Chief's Auto Group in Hempstead, Texas for the amount of $15,538.03 payable to Chief's Auto Group using Precinct 3 Road and Bridge funds that are available in the 2022 budget, precinct three budget, and authorize county personnel to start, sign all necessary required paperwork. Second.
5: I can't
0: talk today. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. 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 All opposed? The motion carries. <coughs> Agenda item 11 is to consider take appropriate action on a resolution authorizing the disposition of salvage and surplus property, accordance with our local government code 263.152 dash 158 was said proper to be offered for sale at online auction with Renee Bates
1: so we have two uh, <coughs> new Holland tractors right. that we're gonna put up for sale we uh, got the new new Holland in and the new John Deere's coming in maybe next week mm-hmm. so these tractors are 19 or 20 years old and they've been good tractors but it's just time to retire so we're gonna go ahead and offer those two up for sale and, uh, that's all that I have at this time not, the, not, that,
0: not that bulldozing
1: no no, no no i've had too many offers for that thing already, but i'm gonna hang on to it so i move that we approved a resolution authorizing disposition of salvaged property because you offered
0: on online sale is there a second second any further discussion all in favor aye. Aye. aye all opposed motion carries unanimously agenda item 12 is considered to take appropriate action on a resolution authorizing the disposition of salvage surplus property in accordance with Local government code 263.152-158 was said property to be offered for sale on online auction, the buck-up auction. <coughs>
8: uh, I
6: got this request from Paul. Um, there
8: was an email attached. It yep. said, John Deere skid loader and then three
5: pallets of limestone blocks. Those, those blocks, that's the, the stone from the new investigation. Mm-hmm.
0: Just a thing. Thing. Where are those? Oh, yeah. Recycle Recycle
5: Recycle Recycle. Center. We
1: just
0: put them on pallets to get
1: them out of length. So. That John Deere skit, that's their old skid steer? Yeah. Or something? Okay. Yeah. okay. So okay. they'll be down to just, they'll just have one to use? I guess After so. this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean that New Holland they have is just a year or two old, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they yeah. got that they, they got got good one. cat loader, yeah.
4: Yeah. they got that good caterpillar loader there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs>
6: We approve the resolution authorizing <coughs> the disposition of salvage and surplus property in accordance with the local government code. Would said property be offered for sale online with bookup
0: options? Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All Aye. opposed? The motion carries. Agenda item 13 accept and approve the written plan of industry telephone company to install a new buried communications line upon along the right of way of Ulrich Road, Precinct 2. With industry telephone company being required to be responsible for repairs and are being required to make repairs direct or collateral damage if any caused by industry telephone company and or its contractors to the preceding road until the utilities utilizing the public right-of-ways I'm to approve the written plan from industry telephone to bury a new service line down the road <clears throat> second any further discussion looks good all in favor aye, all aye. opposed motion carries unanimously <coughs> agenda item 14 acknowledge the new service drop plans colorado valley telephone co-op to install new buried fiber optic cables and copper cables within the corridors the following roads post oak road and precinct one i move mm-hmm. to acknowledge the service drops the colorado valley telephone is there a second, second is there any further discussion all in favor aye Aye. all opposed motion carries unanimously agenda item 15 is authorized commissioner's court to attend the district 11 judges and commissioners conference december 15 2022 in edna texas
4: 15th
6: not
0: so moved second any further discussion all in favor aye Aye. all opposed the motion carries unanimously agenda item 16 is to consider and take appropriate action accepting all bids in our award bids awarding bids for our road oil cindy
8: okay we got uh bids for the ms1 from just cleveland martin did not bid on that one on crs2 we got bids for martin and cleveland and on crs we got beats from Martin and Cleveland, and they did go up slightly, which we kind of expected. I think we kind of expected them to go up maybe a little bit more than what they did, but some of it was not as bad as we expected. That's high enough. And tis- yeah, it's <laughs> high. It's high enough. It's a, far, it's a far enough. When you looked at what we've had for the past year and how yeah. we've increased and increased, some of them did not increase as bad as <laughs> we were expecting. Got I, uh, on the road
0: all the I should know this, but what is demur demurrage charge? Um, seventy dollars per hour after you get two you get hours free, and if they go over that, then they
8: get seventy dollars per an hour
6: charge That's why the truck is sitting there while you're offloading the paving. If the truck sits there longer than two hours, then you have mm-hmm. to pay. Mm-hmm. But they can show up as late
0: as they want.
4: And then you, yeah, have you, guy, yeah. you have the a clock dozen guys. You have a dozen guys.
0: start till the truck shows up. Yeah, yeah, you have a dozen guys sitting
1: there waiting for two hours because they had a flat tire or something. But you know if if sometimes. But I noticed they didn't. Cleveland did not have it. Is it? They haven't
8: put it on in the last two years, but you always still end it. up getting charged. Okay. So
1: if they don't have it on
6: there. Do we have to we, pay it?
8: We have tried to find it, but then it comes back. Well, then when you need the product next, guess what? They don't have it.
6: I mean, as many times as we fix their
4: junkie, <coughs> person, they break
6: down. Normally like, they, they waive that charge on,
0: on, on several of them because,
8: yeah. of, you know, I've,
0: they we told them before that.
8: When it happens, I have y'all call them and yep, say, hey, your guy was here late. Mm-hmm. i yeah. don't want to
1: let y'all. And
2: they're usually pretty good about
1: yeah, waving. The only time that I argue is like when we were doing, we were insisting and then we were doing something around. A parking lot and by the church and stuff like that and i knew we we caused them to run late so i didn't mind paying that but sometimes it'll just run over by 30 minutes and i'll just say listen
4: yeah
1: you know that's in some and they will they'll
8: they pick are. it up oh, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: i move we
6: accept all bids and award all bids <coughs> for road oil for
0: 2022 Sir, so second. Second. Any further discussion? 2023. 2023. 2023. Any discussion? All in favor? Aye. All opposed? Aye. Motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 17 is considered to take appropriate action accepting all bids and awarding bids for limestone.
8: Okay, so you have limestone. We had the commercial base and we had nine mm-hmm. uh, bids on that with uh, Colorado materials changing theirs from 16 tons minimum to 22 mm. and mid materials is delivered to the yard and a fuel surcharge may apply so that's the commercial base I don't know if y'all want to look at those first and then
0: have they gone up
8: they've all gone up some of them some of them at the plant had not gone up, which I was kind of very surprised because it still takes money to process it at the plant. The delivered went up, some of them went up from $3 to $6. Hmm. And of course, you see like Texas Materials is only at the plant. Hmm.
1: That's ridiculous.
8: Yeah.
1: Oh no, y'all get it from down there right? But that's the stuff well, it's that's us, I mean, yeah.
5: 10 miles away
8: saved you from what that is, price per ton. That plant is what yeah. he had on that, you know.
1: And it was 15 that year,
5: uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
5: but they went up to 26 at one point because of the surcharge.
1: I'm surprised they didn't go more. I mean, all their, all their equipment there, their crushers, their loaders, everything runs off fuel, so I'm I'm really surprised they didn't go up more than this. You're right. Got it would higher. higher.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: At the pit. Y'all want to just go through all of them and then y'all <laughs> decide whether you or are.
7: Y'all want to go by section. Right. <coughs> oh. what they're, they're all in the same motion. Yeah. yeah we need One,
8: to. two, three. You have four for the grade three. Mm-hmm. Same thing applied for Colorado materials and mid you have one two three four for the grade four and let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight for the three quarter inch to one inch dust with um colorado materials i think it was that had no one inch it just had the dust yeah, it was just three quarters to dust. I don't know what the difference is between one inch dust and just fine. Just a little Okay. They, again, all kind of, you know, at the plant, a lot of them stayed almost the same or just went up slightly, but the delivery is where you end up getting more. And we won't be going out for the hauling delivery minutes until next mm-hmm. month, so.
1: So this is going to be for limestone plus?
8: This is all your limestone.
1: Okay, we're just doing limestone first or we're going to do the cover rock? It's, mm-hmm. all, the it's same. all the same. It's all the, same. <coughs> There's, the cover rock we did last time, it's just one of the, I
8: think one of the ones that went hit. well, it's called limestone cover rock grade three,
1: but mm-hmm. it's
6: all limestone. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They charge more for the dust than they do the base. Mm-hmm.
1: It's just trash
5: for a while one
1: of them didn't have three-quarters of dust they had one inch to dust yep. we don't even use much of that anymore i'm going to we accept all bids and award
0: all bids for limestone is there a second second any further discussion all in favor aye, aye. aye. all opposed the motion carries unanimously Agenda item 18 Consider to take appropriate action accepting all bids and or awarding bids for hot mix and all types of premix.
8: So, for hot mix, we had three um, ones that turn in bids. Um, and if you'll look, they did go up substantially. Mm-hmm. I mean, Waller County has gone up to $116 delivery. That's a lot higher than last year's premix type. D, we had two, and AES three hundred comix. We have two, with the exception that cotton all materials. A product is the AC point six oh pull comix. Co- what page
0: are we on? You're mm-hmm. um, so. so on nine, page seventy
8: nine. Yeah. now I will make a because Harvey, if, if you, because I know you always use a lot of the code mix bag. I think. Have y'all done that? Cold
0: mix.
8: In the bag? They kind of went down on that price per bag, and I was real surprised that they went down and that the bags still remained the same in size.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't really know why. It takes more work to do the bags. Well... They the bag is stacking and everything.
8: And I figured, well, maybe they would have gone down on a smaller bag, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. So that kind of, that's the only thing that didn't really surprise me on this and there are the ones located in Hempstead.
1: I know they want, uh, I'm surprised that the, the hot mix really went up a lot from Colorado Materials 65. It used to be way, a lot cheaper than that. Mm-hmm. Well, even your cold mix, that went up quite a bit. Yes, it did.
8: This is what really increased substantially. Mm-hmm.
5: Once again, it's somebody may not have it one day and need it, so we accept all bids and award all bids for hot mix, free mix,
0: and cold mix. Is there a second? Second, any further discussion? All in favor, Aye. all Aye. opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 19 Considering take appropriate action concerning the agreement with. DeWitt, Pope, and Son Incorporated for supplies and maintenance for the Sheriff's copier.
8: Okay, the Sheriff got their new copier and this is our our agreement we always have with With Pope on maintaining the copier and providing the tumor cartridges for us on it. And it's um, our normal substantial agreement. The only thing different with it is is now I think the minimum charge is $35 per month instead of 30
0: And then that that's separate from the cost per copy, right? Right. Yeah.
8: Well, no, that mm-hmm. includes that, the cost per copy okay. in here. That's what part of that maintenance is. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. <clears throat>
1: I move we signed the agreement with Dewitt, Poth and Son for copier and maintenance for the sheriff department, copier. Is there a second?
0: Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All Aye. opposed? Motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 20 is to consider and take appropriate action accepting all bids and awarding bids for radios. This is a request for a proposal portable mobile band, dual band, two oh, radios for FEMA assistance to our firefighters sure. grant. Yeah, yeah we just to.
6: received, we just opened up all the bids the other day for the bid opening, yeah, myself, yeah. Josh, Angela, and uh, the auditor. And we received two bids, one of them was from LCRA for the Harris radios, and the other one was from Motorola. Uh, they both gave good bid packets and everything. And at this time, what my recommendation would be would be that we accept all bids, but we're not going to award the bids yet because uh, Chief Brusher is still out of state for business, so he hasn't been able to been uh, brought up to speed on this, and we still have a few other things we have to discuss and everything like that before we go ahead and we take the recommendation from the Schulenberg Volunteer Fire Department because they are the ones that head up the headed up the grant. They're the lead applicant on the grant process, so. Until we get a little bit more information about a few things and tighten up a few of the details. Right now, I move that we accept all bids and award a bid at a future meeting after Schumler Fire Department's recommendation.
0: Sir, second. Second. Any further discussion? Second. You know, Don't, yeah y'all, i'm sorry would y'all like to speak yeah, yeah go ahead, go ahead. You, i'm yeah. sorry any further discussion if there's any
4: questions we can answer
0: okay. got it we good okay. so
1: these bids are still and they're they're We're not going to run out of time at it to, like, to the end of the month to the end of the month 30. okay 30. Okay. 30. Okay. 30. Okay.
0: 30. okay does lcr 8 work with both motorola and Harris, I mean, you don't have a preference. To, does LCR have a preference or? No, sir. We. I we mean, we no, sir. We, we, we. sell both radios. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Which one's better? <laughs> <laughs>
3: the one I quote all the time. <laughs> all
0: right. <clears throat> Is there a, all in favor? Uh, uh, aye. All opposed. Motion carries unanimously. Okay. That's great agenda item 21 is adopt and <coughs> sign a resolution for the 2023 fayette county indigent defense grant program
8: okay this is a program that we get reimbursed some funds on our indigent defense that we provide uh, through the county okay. in doing the reports we take into consideration our contract attorneys we have to break down cps cases and uh, juvenile cases. Um, the baseline for our uh, grant is twenty-seven thousand two hundred seventy-nine dollars. That does not nearly cover what we spent this past year. I think I turned in either a hundred, like almost hundred, over a hundred thousand to indigent defense. It is based on the population and the. Um, Economic, I guess you want to say, of the population, what range they are. They're pretty much indigent. Those counties get more money than, them. and I'm even some of the Bear counties. What they've spent, I look, they don't even get a fraction of their back either. But it is what we do every year, so we get at least something back.
0: Okay, I did. I, I did see an email where, I guess we're required. Our indigent attorneys are required to submit how many hours of yes. work they put in and i noticed some of them who had provided indigent service had not i think our four contract ones were pretty good but there were some others that had done some indigent work that hadn't provided any of that and I, my question is would that affect us getting this no okay because the only
8: ones i really have to report on are our contract uh, indigent okay. attorneys right. how many hours they put okay. in um, the other ones, the way I report them, it does have it on their uh, bills that they submit, how many hours they put in, and then what we get paid for. And I keep copies of all of that. So wherever our are on it, it is on there. Uh, the hours, when I put it in here, I have to list them by, yes, I do. I do list it by each attorney and about how many hours they put in, especially for the CPS cases.
0: Okay. All right.
5: I move we sign the resolution for the 2023 Fed County Indigent Defense Grant Program.
0: Is there a second? Second. Any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. Aye. All opposed, the motion carries unanimously. Agenda item 22, acknowledge receipt of the 2022 Statement of Financial Position of the 155th Judicial District Community Service and Corrections Department pursuant to Texas Local Government Code 140- Point
8: zero zero 0.004 Joanne is at a conference that's why she cannot be here today and that is mainly state and I've done her fourth quarter report and submitted it for her and this is where her balance stand at the end of August what cash she had and uh, minus whatever uh, invoices we paid for her after August and it's something she has to do to submit and then we have to turn this into the state So you can see her final
1: balance right now her funds is $729,199.72. Mm-hmm. We acknowledge your receipt of the 2022 statement mm-hmm. of financial position of the district, what is <laughs> district community service. Uh, Pursuant to the local Texas code.
0: Second. <laughs> there'll be no it. there'll be no further discussion. <laughs> all in favor, uh, all, right, all right. opposed. Uh, no. Motion okay. carries again. <laughs> Agenda item twenty-three is to consider and take appropriate action concerning improvement payment of our currently due Fayette County bills and expenses. Cindy. Okay.
8: <clears throat> so we had Uh, out of our American rescue plan we paid some more on some tough books again for the CAD system a switch we had paid $21,325 on another installment for the molding uh, courthouse Uh, we paid $59,687.50 for the EMS number four for the metal construction complete they did a draw for that and then $1,694.73 for pediatric CPR electrode for the EMS. that all came out that ARP grant. We made our first payment to Carmine State Bank for $42,506.61 for the asphalt truck. We had for a precinct three to RES construction a draw on zero Cit- Lane. Hmm for bridge replacement, 14400 um, Then we also had for him to transaction economy, which was for the herbicide spray truck, 15,53803. We had then for County Clerk Records Archive Fund that she had in there, EDOC Technologies for her archive of book scan twenty six thousand nine sixty two seventy-five and then to co fill preservation for her preserving of her birth record sixty thousand. Is that a full payment or that was that's the show? That's for year twenty twenty two. Okay. And then the rest of it's gonna be for next year, twenty twenty three, but that is full for co And then we had to quality hot mix for uh, repairing the parking lot at the main street annex. $6,596.40, and I, in my office, would like to thank Harvey's group, Precinct 3, for coming out there and doing it. We do not have any potholes back there anymore. We can drive safely. I said tacos. <laughs> potholes? Potholes. <laughs> pot-holes. We didn't tacos. There was Tocos. a deep road. That's all it Y'all have any questions the only thing is I did look at our funds and we are still doing okay but I do ask all departments to tighten do not spend any more than necessary because we are
0: getting very close to the end of the year did you all play your song James? oh what was it tighten up the Archie drill and the drills. I'm sure the judge knows that, being a radio man, and I do <laughs> Houston, Texas. We play that song once in a while, Judge. Called the Tighten Up. Uh, when we get toward end of the year with the budget issues, you know. So. I do
8: appreciate <clears throat> all the departments that do come in and sit down and talk to me about their budgets and where we're at and what we can you know, can get yet or, or not get, and that does help.
0: I appreciate it. <clears throat> I move we pay the bills. Is there a second? Second. Is there any further discussion? All in favor? Aye. All opposed? The motion carries unanimously. Okay, uh I wish just everybody tomorrow I think's holiday, isn't it? Veterans Day. So uh appreciate all our veterans and uh, thanks for all the hard work and, and enjoy the day and the long weekend, right? Okay. Do I have one final vote? Move we we'll adjourn. second second all in favor
8: Aye. 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 aye all opposed the motion carries unanimously thank you all very much